Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist, a confidence boost before your interview, or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Kit fans, and welcome back to the Talking Kit podcast, which is a podcast for football kit fanatics made by three football kit fanatics. I'm one of your hosts, Double A, and as always, my right hand man, the uh, Brian Kidd to my Fergie, the chalk to my cheese. I don't know. I, don't, I, I, didn't, I didn't write anything, James. This is off. The one day you will get that intro spot on as well. But I, uh... write one. I wrote one, yeah, I think it would sound a lot better. Obviously, it's James. You okay, pal? Yes, I'm good. Obviously, Sean's not here again, but you know we we hold the fort, we go again, and um, <laughs> we do. We do a looking forward G. to this one. Yes, no, it's going to be a good episode. It's someone we've wanted to get on for a little bit, so I've got a guest coming on. But no, how are you? You okay? Fresh from doing uh, match week eight of the strip down. Yes, did the strip down yesterday evening, so that'll give people an idea of when we recorded this. A uh, couple yeah. of gigs in the week. I'm full of the old Stralix, uh Lurgerson, as you can probably hear. Bit bunged up, mate. Full of a cold, but it's not. It's not COVID. Uh, even though this is socially distanced, but no, um, I'm all right. I'm doing all right. What about you? I'm good, mate. I'm all right. You know, I'm actually okay. Uh, working a lot at the minute, but it's nice to be doing another um, another main pod. It sounds it's 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 always exciting to do a main pod, especially now we're getting guests on as well. And it was it doesn't feel that long ago since we did the episode five with the team of our lives guys. So yes, it's nice to be getting into a bit of a run now and getting. A nice run of guessing and different kind of guests with different perspectives on teams and kits and more focused on teams. This is our first podcast where we're just focusing on one team. Bit of a weird yeah. team to focus on first. Hence my outfit. Out. I'm surprised you've not doubled up with me on this one, just you know, to well, ward it away. It's like garlic for vampires and stuff. Well, if, if you're watching the, the, vi- the video podcast, you will see I've kind of gone Brazil heavy, Ronaldo shirt, full of Brazil shirts, Santos and Portuguese 18 and whatever. I've just gone Brazil today. I've bit doubled up, United. but you've let me down. What can I do? Yeah, well, a bit sick of United. And it looks better anyway. We're not sticking to the same old 
Yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. But this guy, you know, the guest is so excited to come on. He was meant to come on episode eight and he's that excited. We bumped him up because I think if he'd waited any longer, he would have burst, to be honest with you. So, But no, I'm glad you're doing all right. Like I say, Sean's not about, but he will be back soon. And he kind of jumped in for one pod and then buggered off again. So, But he will be back. He will be back. So yeah, now we've uh, got it reintroduced, like we don't talk every day anyway. Let's um, get our guest on. Um, so yeah, it's someone that we are quite, you know, dealt with a lot over the last couple of months, being new to the sort of, you know, podcast, um, football, community game. This guy's kind of welcomed us both with open arms. Um, I got involved with some of their sort of uh, live streams, sort of um, watch-alongs during the Euros, which I fully enjoyed. It's a great channel and they cater to, um, to every single football team, pretty much. Um, he's a massive Man City fan. And he, like I say, he's one of the co-founders of Never a Foul. Check them out on YouTube. They are great channels. I'm sure he will talk a lot about it. So, yeah, it's the one. It's the only. It's Mr. Daps, MCFC, in the building. And he's suddenly all got relaxed. All of a sudden. How are we doing, bro? Are you okay? It's almost like yeah. a picture of casting couch now. What's what's going on? I don't now? know. Yeah, I'm waiting for he's wait, ready to come in. Have you got all that? All that he's, he's he's having a laugh, isn't he? He's, nice. We brought him on, and this is what he's doing straight away. He can't help himself, can he? Hi guys. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> it's it's Ollie. Yeah, we don't need to talk about him. That's um, done with. What a beautiful face, right? A face only a mother could love at this time. There you go. I'll get rid of him. I'll get rid of him for you. Thank, thank you very much. So how are we doing? Daps, okay? I'm good. I'm great. Never yeah. felt more like singing the blues. City win, United lose. Oh, City. You got me singing the blues. You know what? There couldn't have been a worse time. Obviously, if you listen to this, this is just after Manchester United got hammered by Leicester 4 2. So, obviously, we had this planned for a few a week or so for Daps to come on on this episode. And it is obviously going to be an episode focused on Manchester City, which doesn't make great timing. Great for you, not so much for me and James, which is why I'm not wearing anything Manchester United related today. It's, so, yeah, uh, it's probably just about well down, down memory lane, to be honest, isn't it? Where City were probably not as high high flyers, but yeah. we'll go we'll go over that. Um, I noticed when you, when you said um, I went heavy with Brazil. Ronaldo, <laughs> was that, was that planned or? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. He's got Fred um, on the back of most of those shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, I definitely haven't. Oh, here we go again. I'm glad you're wearing your team's colours. Do you want to explain what it is you're wearing? Um, to people it's a Manchester City shirt. Um, it's 2019, 2020 season. We did the domestic treble. Still haven't done the still haven't done the proper treble. Yeah. That sounds like a, on a charge sheet. That doesn't it? The domestic treble. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine he's done a few domestic trebles. Yeah, he's been sent down. He did the domestic treble on his missus. <laughs> no, that sounds more like the casting couch thing. <laughs> well, yeah, no, um, so, yeah, that's, before we get into sort of talking city, do you want to just give the people listening and watching a bit of a rundown of who you are and what you do, kind of? Because it's, it's an interesting story, definitely, and one people should be getting involved in. Because I have. <laughs> <laughs> What I do, <laughs> don't get involved in everything. Um, so what never foul, I presume, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. So, we, I am one of the co founders of Never Foul alongside um, Ty, hold tight, Ty from Trafford Tunnel, Soups, who does Chew the Fat with me, Lookout Show with me, and also all of the graphics, every single bit of the graphics. Honestly, the sickest graphic designer you'll ever come across, and then of course, CT Chris, who uh, you had the honor of meeting last week, I did, yeah. Very passionate Arsenal fan. Uh, very Deluded. proud of the, very proud of the uh, invincible era. Deluded, some might say, but hey, that's just one guy's opinion. <laughs> and um, yeah, so never a foul. It is um, a YouTube fan channel for fans, and um, 
yeah, we've, we've kind of been going for probably about 13 months now. Started a year ago where we had no idea what we were doing. In here, it was supposed to be one one day a week in here, just meeting up and talking about football. And it's kind of just grown from there, really. But yeah, one of the things I really want to is all about connecting people to talk about football. And the, one of the real things I've been trying to focus on the last few weeks is not getting carried away and actually remembering it's all about if, if you don't enjoy doing it, don't do it. And if like my focus is to just keep enjoy doing it and not try and make it something that it wasn't, if it does become something that is big, great, but I just want to keep enjoying meeting people, talking about football. And when I'm in a bad mood, I do podcasts and they make me happy. So that's what yeah. it's all about. Before we start talking about City fully and, and how you got Portingham and stuff like that, what we do is we do some quick fire questions centered around kits. And we just like to give, you know gauge what you like in terms of buying kits and stuff like that. So uh, we've got seven questions. Well, well, there's always that. I'll, I'll kick it off. So question number one, short or long sleeves? Short, always. Uh, I like stadium. to see we're starting to do goalkeeper tops with short sleeves as well. Yeah, not a fan on a keeper. It's got to be long sleeve on a keeper for me. But... but don't you think the keeper ones are funny? Because remember when we were younger, the keeper were like you were putting on a, a Batman outfit. They had all sh- they had padding all in them and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even the shorts as well. The shorts had a bit. Yeah, of yeah, the shorts had padding as well. Yeah. Um, second question: stadium shirt or authentic shirt? So, what's your preference with that? Are the stadium, are the stadium shirts are like the hundred pound ones. That's authentic. That's the authentic ones. Yeah, always, yeah. always. Okay. I'm not that deep into it. <laughs> um, collar or no collar? No collar. But the shape of the collar is important as well. Okay. Sponsor on a shirt, yes or no? <laughs> yes, but not like our third kit. <laughs> I agree. Um, one to 11 are squad numbers. That's a really good one. I've never thought about that. How did they used to get players on the back of their shirts every week after change the number? <laughs> You didn't have names, did you? You just had one to 11. It just used to be... Nah, you know what? It's squad numbers. Squad numbers. Yeah. Training shirts uh, or training jackets? Training jackets. Okay. And finally, an online purchase or a charity shop find? I'd love to say the charity shop find, but it's an, on- it's an, on- <laughs> it's an online purchase or it's knowing someone that can get them on the cheap. But I'd love to do the charity thing. I guess, you know what? Sometimes I walk past charity shops and I think I should probably go and have a look after what I hear off of everyone else, not just with football shirts, with design and stuff as well. But I just I just think it will take me too long and I won't find anything. And That's fair enough. That's have you actually enough. got some skills in there before them? Have you ever like found any decent... Like, um, I got... Um, is it the Centenary Brazil? Uh, Brazil. Barcelona kit the other day? Yeah, you got the... Oh, no, the one you were wearing? Was, it was the 20-year... Yeah. 20 year anniversary year collaboration with Nike, yeah. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. I, I was commenting on it on one of the shows. Yeah, five pounds bargain. Yeah. Um go. charity shop. I've not been that lucky. I found that's like a Sampdoria t shirt that was quite rare for like five pounds. Other than that, I mean I got this on like on eBay for fifty quid. It's got no Ronaldo on it and all that. So that's, that's probably the best bad. thing. It's hard, you know, the best ones you go to, they're all they're all snapped up early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those. Okay, so now you did some some good, good answers there, Daps. Um, you can continue on to the next round of the interview. Thank we'll you. carry on. <laughs> You're welcome. But obviously, like I said, you are a Manchester City fan. Obviously, the accent might throw people off. People might think you've only supported them since 2008. Yeah, <laughs> um, Newcastle next season. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I've, Chelsea, I've been pulling one of the A few City fans have actually been tweeting stuff like I've always had a soft spot for Newcastle and stuff. And I've had to say, yeah. are you joking? 
Tell me you're fucking joking. Don't. You, that's as bad as Pep Guardiola asking fans to come to games. Don't do that. We don't need that. Don't attract any attention to us. Um, but no. So, um, so yeah, the accent's a really interesting one because. So I was I was born in Barnet, right? My mum's mum was from North London. My dad was from South Hertfordshire. Um, my dad's Watford. My real dad. I lived I lived in Boreham Woods till I was three. Then I moved up to Poynton for two years. Poynton is, I don't really know where, it's like, it's Poynton kind of like Stockport-y way. Stockport, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that explains why my dad was city, to be fair. Um, so, yeah, and then, and then um, yeah, so my, my stepdad, who then, who I, who I call dad, but, or I call dad, he's passed away, rest in peace. Um, he, he was city through and through, and his dad was city, his daughter's a city, my sister's uh, whole family city. We lived Pointham for two years. Then we moved back down south for about four years. Then we moved back up to um, initially Deansgate, literally, for about... We lived next to um, Alma, Mike Baldwin's ex. Ah, yes. Okay. We stole a a, um, post a few times just to see if it was anything saucy, but it really wasn't. And then we moved to Sandbach and lived to Sandbach for... Till I was about... 15 or 16 and then moved back down south and lived here since so yeah I got bought Watford and City shirts till I was probably about five and then it was just like I think my deep down my real dad knew he didn't bother buying me shirts anymore because it was just there was no point so um well, I'm gonna yeah. say, like, you have got receipts haven't you you know you can you can prove oh you hell yeah all day long. you're not fair weather fan all about the money as we are now there we go oh he's done it <laughs> he's done it you know what <laughs> i i can't believe how baggy that's the more i look at it and it was bought like that as well well that um, was just that back in the 90s that's how you buy it because it because you could yeah. have it for two seasons you used to get it bigger because you were going to grow into it yeah there was, so this, there was this like rotation of kits every season was there you well, know what it, 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 was, it was so nice then wasn't it where you'd get and they yeah. do like the home would be like they'd overlap wouldn't they it would be like two seasons of the home yeah. and then after then like the next year new away would be released and whatever yeah. else yeah and yeah. um, the funniest thing is if you look at this this is <laughs> so if you look at like the names on the back can you remember you used to be able to buy kits from like trying to think what this what the um what the sports shops back then would have been but you could buy kits where you do the names on the back yourself jjb yeah. sports and all those yeah it would have been jjb um jjb and crew it would have been from probably all sports um, yeah and yeah, and like if you look at how faint the Rosslu is on the picture in the top right, it's because my mum had basically done that herself. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it was it was funny because when I lived down, when we first moved back down south, can you remember? Can you guys? I don't know exactly your ages. Can you lot remember Clinton Cards? Oh yeah, just course, outside, yeah. Und, underneath the uh, food courts on the Arndale. Yeah, yeah. 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 And downstairs, they used to have a City and United section. Yeah, yeah, I remember So that. whenever we'd come back, I'd be hitting there up to get the shirts and whatever. Or I'd have to get, because you couldn't get a City shirt down here for shit at all. Nothing. Like, no, I'm, and I'm not joking. It, it was really that bad until we, the season we won the league. Then all of a sudden, I was in Clinton Cards and I'm seeing Man City calendars in Milton Keynes. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I go Barcelona and they've got half a shop in Barcelona. I'm thinking, things have changed. My God. So just for the people uh, on the audio side of things, a lot of sort of old school brother city shirts, a lot of Rosler on the back. So was Rosler your, was he, yeah, he, was. he, was, your, he was your guy? You know, you know what? If I'm being honest, because um, so we we did a show the other day. I don't know. Do you know Ian Cheeseman? Have you heard yeah. of him? BBC. Yeah. So we did a show with Ian Cheeseman the other day. And um, 
we he was really we were really talking about the olden days and stuff and with with me like well midway through the king Cladsey era we moved back down south and that's when i fell out of love with football for probably about i reckon about five years to be honest before that it was like my life and i always say that up north it was very different to down like we'd get school early to play football before school lunch play football after school rush home to get changed hit the field play football then have to go home before it's dark and then play football in the back garden till it's pitch black dark. And that would be repeat every day. Move back down south. Maybe it was my age slightly, but it just wasn't the same. And and that time, Peter Beagree, Gary Flickcroft, uh, Uwe Rossler, Paul Walsh, Niall Quinn, Terry Phelan, Edge Hill. And that, that was when I, I was going to um, I was going to Main Road kind of every other weekend then, then as well. And I also used to go and watch crew play quite a lot as well, to be fair. King Cladsey obviously was unreal, but yeah, Rossler for me was just, I don't know. He's oh, the best of a bad bunch, probably. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it always, it always annoyed me that he wore number 28 as well. I don't know why that used to grind my gears. But it's just it's a, quite such a good number a... for a striker, 28. Oh, he was one of the early, you know, I think he might have had in that time the highest number. It was pretty... Yeah, yeah. twenty eight. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. Fifty goals in one hundred and fifty two appearances. See, that's 90- not bad to be fair, is it? Come on. Yeah, between ninety four and ninety eight. So. Was that like one in three? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to do this celebration when he scored. He'd like slide on the floor in a knee and like do this like. <laughs> now doing that is a bit like fucking. Yeah, yeah. so it's like the like the fu yeah. symbol, sort of the the fist under the yeah. The other thing with Rossler that was face. interesting is obviously he was German, but he was yeah. he was East German, and back then it was oh, okay the East and West was, Germany. So, yeah, so. and then when they combined, obviously not many not many East Germans <laughs> initially got into the squad. Really, it was just pretty much the whole of West Germany. And but yeah, yeah I, was, I, I don't know if this is totally bull, bullshit made up in my own mind, but I'm sure there was a rumor when I was a kid. I think we're the same age. That's around about the same age because I was I was young play, when when Rosler played for City, and I don't know if it was City fans just taking the piss out of United fans. Yeah, they were taking City the piss. I know what you can say his, his granddad didn't do that. <laughs> his, his, his granddad bombed Old Trafford or something like that, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you yeah. know what? And, and and based on that, here's a really interesting fact as well for for people that um for people that don't know Manchester City, you've got. One of the highest attendances of all time. Okay. I mean, no, Aaron. I don't. I don't even know Aaron, if my granddad yeah. was born when it happened. However, however, the highest attendance of all time is at Manchester City's ground. But it was Manchester United <laughs> because of Rossler's granddad. Yeah, the, the ground was out of action, wasn't it? So they shared the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah the ground for a bit. Yeah. Which oh, I'm not going to go into it. Well, yeah, City fans have a name for us. Because we had to borrow their kit and stuff like that, but you know, I, we had to cling on to things, didn't we? Hundred percent. But that, that that those pictures, obviously, you all, all them kits on the on the bed. In fact, have you got? Is that a Flickcroft you've got there? As yeah, well? Gary Flickcroft. I loved uh, the one that the one that impressed me the most, to be honest, is the kind of um, I'm not good with cu- with uh, colours. What what name it is? But burgundy is it? Which one? Uh, the one on the yeah, the, the one on the left. As we yeah, see it, that is because yeah. that's the oldest kit. That was my first kit. That like eighties, oh, okay. that little sort of yeah. That was like yeah. Paul Lake era. Yeah, and um, so you're big. You're obviously, it looks like you're a big. You were a big kit fan, obviously. I think most kids when they had every kit, every well, it's once every two seasons you used to get a kit, yeah. it, rather than every season like it is now. So, do you remember your first your first kit? My first kit, I'll be one hundred with you. My first kit would have been Watford. 
because it was oh, before. Really? I, yeah, yeah, it would have been my, my dad. My, so my my real dad, he he was like season ticket holder at Vicarage Road, program collector. Yeah, so he probably hurt him a little bit that I supported City, bless him. But would that have been John Barnes or was that before? Was nah, that... John Barnes. I mean, I remember I was having this conversation the other day. One of Man City's in our quite good. Mm, no, not not good era, but in our in a era better than Rossler. So early days when I was supporting City, we had uh, Tony Tony Coton. I think it was Coton or Cotton Tony in Cotton. goal. Cotton Cotton, Cotton, yeah, yeah. he played for Watford before, and I was going then. Um, there's a few other players around then that was yeah. Watford had a few few. David James was from Watford as well, actually, and John Barnes was before my era, but my dad certainly knew about John Barnes. Uh, Luther Blissett was another big Watford one. Yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my first Watford, my first shirt would have been Watford. Then it was the Burgundy City one. Oh yeah. I didn't even know I had that till I looked at that picture. I thought that was before. before my you talk about Tony Colton. I remember it back in school. City fans used to always compare Tony Colton to Smichael, saying Tony Colton's well better than Smichael. Blah blah blah. Then ended up at United and became like the third choice goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? He was he was a good keeper. He was a good keeper, but I mean. Decent. You know, we can talk about United with fond memories because actually this era we're looking at right here was early days of the Premier League. Yeah. And maybe I should be, I always say that I didn't see United really as rivals then because by this point we were really starting to go downhill and United were amazing. So I, for me, Michael's the best keeper ever in the Premier League. People will say check, baffled by that, to be honest with you. But I know you're not fond, just, but I didn't realise about the... Uh, Cartwheels. Cartwheel. Yeah, well, Jane, and the last said about that, the better. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> Let's not get into the politics of Schmeichel. I'll be here all night. Yeah. You, but you see that wall there, the wall at the bottom? Yeah. That was when I just moved down south. And it was almost, I remember in my room, I had a, sh I literally called it a shrine to Manchester City. And I think it was kind of like pissed off that we'd moved away, to be frank with you. So it was like, make a shrine to this place that I'm probably not going to go back to for quite some time. So I don't think many people do that when you leave Manchester. It's probably the other way around. I'd love to move back. I really would. Come back. You could do with some fans at your gas. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no. but, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll go into a bit more depth in, uh, into the kits that City have obviously had. But in the 90s, I'll give it to you, City had some, some really good kits, you know. Like, I mean, obviously... Researching this episode for you and stuff, looking more into kits. You've had some really decent kits, some howlers, but some decent kits as well. But, you know, we talk about how do you feel the progression's gone? Because it seems every every team sort of goes through having good kits to, to really bad ones, to no, good ones again. Yeah, the way that I, I see that kits work is it seems to be like when one club moves on to a new sponsor, they all do a cycle. Because obviously... Yeah. If United leave Nike, then Nike's got a huge budget that they now can throw at another club. So, and I mean, for me, I, I'll always love, like, I think Umbro were really good. As, as football kits go, Umbro were always good. I liked the Kappa kit because we were the first team in England to do the Kappa thing. Um, unfortunate for Kappa, I think we got relegated that season. But before that, it was mainly Italy and maybe one or two in Spain, but mainly Italy that did Kappa. So, I was quite proud of that. That was probably one of our proudest moments of that, that period, to get relegated in a Kappa kit. Didn't like Lecoq Sportif at all. Ooh, I was say that. that. They, they, they were rough. They were some rough kits. Then we had a little stint with Umbro again, didn't we? We did, yeah. Like, I think, I think you're, you're, you're one, of the teams, one of the teams that has sort of flirted with a lot of different uh, shirt yeah. manufacturers, definitely. We're trying, yeah, to, we're trying to generate some income. 
to hide top of me, money. Top of me, I can think of Umbro, Kappa, Lecoq, Sportif, Reebok, Umbro Reebok, again. yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Nike, Nike and then Puma. Yeah. I mean, You've Puma's an interesting one. Interesting in that I, I, I don't rate Puma kits, you know. I think the only kit, you know what, that, I think the only good kits they make are for Marseille, personally. I think I think they make some good, good ones for the African nations, but yeah, otherwise... Yeah. Can be a bit ropey. You know, honestly, it's like there's some some of my favourite city kits have been with Puma, and actually some of their I love this range, the, the whole tracksuit, the t-shirt. I love like this. That's yeah. nice. But then some of the stuff. I mean, to be frank with you, I don't think they will ever be forgiven for um, what they've done with our third kit. No, definitely not. All their third kits are terrible. The only one that looked, yeah. again, the only one that yeah. looked good was the. Who was it? There's one that looks that looked dead good. Is the Dortmund uh, box that put a badge on it? Yeah, Dortmund one looked okay. They actually added a badge, a, didn't they? There's another, team, there's another team that looked quite well. I can't remember who it was now, but yeah. Okay, so what we're going to do now, we're going to get into some Kit Simons here on Talking Kit. Kit Simons played for us, I think, didn't he? He did. He did. He did. So we've not made this feature up just for you. It's not all about. It's all right. Yeah, you know, you, you you always think about city. It's 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 fine. No, preferring when it's Fulham days and obviously Wales. That's that's the only reason we do. He's on he's on this. So if you don't know what Kit Diamonds is, basically it's a feature that we show you some kits. You rate them out of five, and it's basically called Kit Simons because his name's Kit. That's yeah. So rather than stars, you'd rate it out of Kit Simons. Basically, people do do decimals as well. That's just so you know, people have started to do decimals. If you want a one point five or two point five in there, so by all okay. means. You can do that as well if you want to. Yeah, definitely. So there's always a theme. And I decided to go for a theme. Obviously, Man City episode today. So the theme is going to be... Champions. Fortunately for you, no. It's um, when you were sponsored by a brother. Oh. So it's five kits. You know what? This is crazy. I had that kit. I know that kit. I had King Cladzi on the back of the kit. However... I never knew it had that in the background. Do you know what? Until we until researching it and finding that picture, neither did I. And yeah, I didn't know if it was like a wa- watermark on the picture, but if it's actually in the kit, I didn't realise that either. Yeah, it's in the kit, but that's obviously... Is that on the kit? Yeah, so this was the Man City home 95 to 97 shirt. And if you think back to that time, that was the same time Manchester United had their shirt that had Old Trafford in the, the, yeah, yeah, on the shirt. Yeah, Umbro did that a lot. So it kind of makes, it kind of makes sense that Umbro have done something similar for... Yeah. So, yeah, so it's like I say, the 95 to 97 shirt got two seasons out of it, which uh, parents were grateful for. Probably only cost around £30 then, which you know, yeah, yeah. I think is ridiculous you think about it now. So, yeah, go on and daps. You said you had this shirt, King Cladzi on the back. What's your sort of thinking on this shirt? How much do you like it and how much are you going to give it out of five? I remember at the time I liked it quite a lot. It's funny because as a kid, I guess I never looked at the um, detail as much. It was just, I need every home, every away kit, please, my <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't matter if I like it or not. And I also need for when we go on holiday, I need the training tracksuit to act like I'm a football player going on holiday um, on the plane. City didn't yeah, have the European days back then, though. But <laughs> no, I did. I did, though. I did. I did. <laughs> well, no, no, they did, James, in the lower leagues when he went to Swansea and Cardiff. They did that. <laughs> I mean, the good thing is that I'd go Portugal. We, we used to go Portugal a lot. We nearly moved there due to my dad's health. And Portugal's renowned for golf. We'd meet a lot of. <laughs> I mean, not many city players were playing in international tournaments in the summer, so we'd meet quite a few city players over there every summer and stuff. So um, now, out of five, 
I don't know. This is hard with it being the first one because you don't want to get too carried away and you bring in yeah, yeah, better yeah. shirts. So I'm going to go with this a solid 3.2. Okay. 3.2. Decent score midway. James, you're thinking on it? Umbro badge is where it should be. I, th- I, I don't, I, I'm the same as you guys. I don't remember that sort of being yeah. in the background of the shirt, the Man- Manchester City bit at all. Liking the collar, I like the V shape on the collar as well. I will mark it down though. I don't like the crest or the shield around, around the badge. That's the, bad, like that's that. the one bad bit from this, I think. Doesn't need to be there. I'm going to go for three Kit Simons on this one. Three Kit Simons. Okay, I'll finish it off. Typical City Blue. The City Blue, I remember. I'm gonna, I was almost going to say like then. And that's the wrong word to use. Isn't it's it, fine. Bill? You said it. You said no, it. No, no. I was going to say it. I didn't say it. <laughs> but it's the the what the city blue I remember. Sort of. You know. You said you went yeah. to that Alexis Blue with Capra and a Cox Sporty. But this is the city I remember whacking every single game in the Premier League every time I played in. Uh, not true. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm different to you. This is obviously the interesting thing about people. Are, are they perceived kits? I love the sort of. Shield around the badge, it's proper night. Is United used to have it a lot, and it just reminds me of you know playing in the school schoolyard against city fans. You know, you're wearing the United shirt, they're wearing their city shirt, and yeah, I, I, it's, it's one of the better home shirts I think I remember you having, really. So, I'm, I'm gonna give it a solid, I want to stay in the freeze, but I'm gonna give it a 3.8. I think oh, you know, like. one thing that's worth, I don't know what other ones you're gonna put up, but the one thing I would say on this shirt and on a back then. Clubs used to stay with their sponsors for a long time. Obviously, you lot with Sharp, us with Brother, um, Arsenal with JVC. I think was one I remember. Liverpool, yeah. I can't think of Liverpool. Carlsberg. They were yeah. now, yeah, Carlsberg. But I think before Carlsberg, they were, or maybe they were with Carlsberg Candy. for a hell of a long time. Yeah, Candy, well, Candy, Candy, Candy. He's even now when new kits come out. Sometimes you see people online will take the current sponsor off and put, put the old one Brother. On on brothers the one brother is the go-to for city and it makes the shirt look better yeah, yeah. and yeah, i don't yeah. know how it does it but when you put these old school sponsors on the shirts just look better so. yeah i agree yeah. i agree right i fully agree with you um the next kit we're going to look at is this one so this mm. is the manchester city 97 to 98 away shirt yeah, as you can see it's kappa on there got the brother Jesus. i probably maybe you, you had a lot back then. It's got the 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 badge, like you said, that got changed. The the rip off of the United badge um, with the eagle on there. Uh, the brother is in a line of sort of burgundy, a blue top half, white sort of bottom half. Kappa, that typical nineties kappa down the sleeves. Yeah, that's what you're thinking of this one, pal. So this is definitely in the era where I fell out of love with football. <laughs> in fact, to the point where when I moved. The summer I moved down south was, um, I think it might was it. It might have been the year of um, Euro nine. When was the Gaza Scotland goal? Was that ninety six? Yeah, I think it was ninety six. So it was maybe just before this. Some of my, a few of my best mates up there were uh, Red were Bolton fans. I was slyly becoming a bit of a lover of Bolton. For a pe- I went Honest to, to God, how, how many more teams? How many more teams? No, I, I supported City. It's just. They were frustrating. I'm not gonna lie. I was a <laughs> adolescent. So at this period, I've, I'm so unattached to. It was definitely because I moved down south. That is the reason. I, I actually, looking back at the kit, I quite like the kit. It's just, you know, as you get older, you understand what they're doing with kits that little bit more. Because here, I'm thinking the top bit. What's that got to do with City? 
But then you see that little stripe across the middle, and that is the same as remember when I said that kit on the left that was the first kit I ever had yeah. is that yeah um, definitely that burgundy yeah that city have, have been renowned for having sort of yeah blue shirts. but the, the dark blue is a bit weird but um yeah see this is where it's hard because I actually quite <laughs> like it but do I score it better than a classic city kit that I just scored three point two. No, so I'm going to give it a 2.8. Ooh, okay. James? This is not a classic city kit, if you think of a city kit, at least in my eyes. I, I've, I like the collar. I also like the sleeves. I imagine that's like a tight fit on the sleeves, which are quite yeah. light. Not even mad about the brother bit. It's just the it's just the three colours that are broke down. Just not a fan of it. Don't like the old badge as well. Uh, that Well, I say old badge, the new badge that they've since reversed. I'm going to go for two out of five on this one. Sorry, yeah. can I confirm? Was this ninety seven, ninety eight, or ninety eight, ninety nine? Ninety seven, ninety eight. Maybe in your third shirt um, in ninety nine, but it's because you had that aluminous green and yellow, didn't you, as your home shirt that year? I believe ninety eight, ninety nine. Um, Maybe we were on the way up actually by this point. That's oh, the home shirt. Was that the home yeah. shirt? Yeah, we oh, got sorry, relegated. We got relegated. Aluminous green. Sorry, yeah. So we me, we got relegated. Yeah. From the first division this season. Yeah, because they didn't have the championship then, did they? It was Premier League oh, first division. One, division two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we got we got relegated. We finished twenty second of twenty four teams. Yeah, and we actually like were six points off of twenty first as well. So that was the God. lowest of the low. I think in that shirt was probably the last time you saw Georgie King Cladsey, probably as well. I imagine so. The minute yeah, we dropped it's... out of the Premier League, he just got kicked about for fun. No referees protecting him. He just got pulled in. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think referees offered much protection back then anyway, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, but let alone, we, they didn't in the Premier League. But when you dropped into the lower leagues, if you were like, it's almost like you had a target on your head where the referees, when the ball went to you, if you were from a Premier League team, let alone if you were King Cladsey, the ref would turn the other way and go, do what you want to do, boys. Just get these foreigners out of football, out of English football. Conspiracy right now. now. Conspiracy now with this. But yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. They did, they did get kicked properly. Yeah, then. they did. They did. Oh, 100%. But yeah, I'm going to score this one. I, the only good thing is it's Kappa. you got to, you got to love a Kappa kit. And the badge, I'm not just saying it because it's Manchester City, but it's possibly one of the worst badges in football. You know when a badge is... Me and Soups talk about badges a lot when we're doing artwork, right? And how when badges first got made, there was no um, protocol to follow. So when we're trying to put badges on artwork, it's like some of them, like Villa's one's really long and thin. Then you've got one that's round and it's like how you make them look the same size. And then when... But that's fine because they got made back in 19... 20 or something this got made in the 90s why is the detail so shit why is it so fucking distorted and shit it's horrible and do you know what i don't even know what the three stars stand i was gonna for. say are they for relegations the stars or... <laughs> do you know what it might be three leads i reckon oh that's disgusting if you have them that man well yeah <laughs> I'm gonna. Say... <laughs> so I think one's for the St John's Trophy, isn't it? Uh, LDV Vans Trophy. One's for the. Remind Manchester. me what trophies you've won in the last. Um... <laughs> We're not here for that. We're not here for that. <laughs> no, it's interesting. It'd be interesting to see what the stars are for, though. Yeah, I'm going to find um, out while we continue. Well, yeah. So it's the worst kit. Well, I know what the five are, but it's the worst kit of the five. I'm going to give it a one. I don't like it at all. Like you say, the dark blue. Why is it there? If if, yeah. if that blue if that blue was burgundy as well, probably works ten times better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it would be more city like because I like I said I've never witnessed until looking at it now. I've never realised the bit across the middle. I like that bit because that is yeah. old school city. The yeah. top bit probably just to contrast and maybe make it. I reckon this was our third kit. I think it was actually your way. 
in 1998. Yeah, it was your 97, 98. Yeah, not a great one. So I've gone to get a one on that one, I think. Okay, the next shirt is this one. And it is the Man City home shirt, 93 to 95. When I look at this, I instantly think of a picture with Liam Gallagher w
I've noticed. I've noticed. Um, but you know what? It's it's nice because with you, it's the first time I actually feel a real rivalry. Like the different things. I've got the kids. Like most most United fans that aren't from Manchester, they have zero rivalry with Manchester City, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact is, if you if you're from Manchester and you support Liverpool, Man United, or Man City, there's rivalry at work. Every day when you're going to work, you face rivalry. It's one of those three teams, and it's going to be. Yeah. So I, I feel it with you. I can feel that you're ready. Whereas other United fans down here aren't ready for when City fans say stuff because it's like, oh fucking hell, I've never had to deal with this before. A City fan, what's going on? Whereas with you, it's like dealt with them every day. So I know yeah. what to say back to. <laughs> I have them in my family, so I'm you know I know what to say back. Obviously, I've dealt with yeah. it. So, but yeah, so, I, I would say this is the probably the best. So I'm going to give it a four point. Oh, I was gonna go five, but I'm, I can't. I can't rate it that high. I mean, come on, still City at the end of the day. So I'm gonna go four point four on this one. So before you move on to the next one, can we go back okay. to one? This is really, really bad. But I'm look. I'm a very real okay. person, so I'm gonna read out right what I've just found okay. out about the stars. The, previ- the, the stars. Go back to the previous one. This is absolutely embarrassing, right? <laughs> so <Go on>. the <laughs> current City badge used since 1997. People, it's not the current one anymore. This article must be quite old. Displays three stars above the main crest. Usually, stars are placed on a club's badge or jersey to display the number of European Cup victories they have. However, the stars on the badge that will be replaced at the end of the season, so they're saying, yeah, we're getting rid of this, are purely decorative. <laughs> when introduced, the stars were included to make the badge feel continental and give it a modern look. It has never been the most popular emblem, though, and the club have cons- uh, consulted the fans to re- to remove it. So basically, Kappa came in from Italy and thought, we need to make this club look continental. We're going to give them some makeup fucking trophies. That's a shambles, isn't it? Decorative, yeah. eh? How Might as well It sounds like we had the same PR team that started advertising um, free tickets on websites. Do you know what it sounds like? That Ed Woodward was part of your back room, uh, your boardroom. That's what he would do. That's Making up would do. trophies. That's ridiculous. Audi cups and that. No, we're not Tottenham. Yeah, it's all right. Well, no. Well, thanks for finding out that. that. I want to bother. I wish I hadn't, so, to be honest. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I did. <laughs> okay, so moving on to the next one we've got is this one again. Oh. It's the classic one, this for me, definitely. This is the... Um, 92 to 94 away shirt. It's uh, deep purple with white pinstripes. Again, it's got a city. Um, the, cre- uh, the crest is in a badge or a shield. Uh, it's a lighter purple. Um, the brother's in sort of a yellow, and so is the umbro. Nice colour with a button um, and stuff. Daps, go on. Yeah. What we think. Did, did I see this on your bed, Daps? Did you have this one? I think it is. Yeah. I did, I did, which is strange because I, I kept thinking I didn't have this one because I didn't particularly like it, but I did clearly have it. <laughs> there's, there's, um, this this shirt just screams Steve Lomas at me. <laughs> I don't know why it just screams Steve Lomas at me. For those that don't know, I think Steve Lomas might have been Northern Ireland. Um, yes, he was. Yeah, so that was that was our kind of yeah. We've got a player for they've got Keane and Irwin. <laughs> we've, got, we've got an Ireland player too, Northern Ireland, Joe, not Republic. Joe, I remember about. Steve Lomas, when he swallowed his tongue at West Ham, <laughs> someone got it out of a spoon. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and then, I don't know if it was like a 90s thing. Got out of a spoon? Where was the spoon from? 
<laughs> Someone's eating a Muller's corner on the bench. <laughs> but when I heard that, it must have been for ages. I feared swallowing my tongue. It just seemed yeah, to be a thing. Like, like, but ne- you know, you never even think about it. Now. Swallowing your tongue, how'd you do that? But I just when he say Steve Olmos, that's what I think of when he did it at West Ham. Um, it's, it's like one of those things, and you're going to have this soon, Aaron. Where like when you have a child, all of a sudden you fear things, right? <laughs> like my daughter's now five. My wife still, like, when we, we still have to chop up grapes for her. She knows how to damn well eat, right? But, <laughs> but I chop them up just to kind of middle ground so my missus isn't too irritated. I half them. Not good enough. Quarters, because she's read a story about how, but it's like, no, no, no. She's five now. It's not like we're going to roll on her. And, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's one of those ones where when you hear something, same with me, I got told when I was really young, by my mum that I couldn't have peanuts because I could choke on them. I don't eat peanuts to this day. Oh wow! Unless your wife cuts them up into quarters or something. <laughs> just, just makes it into a paste and spreads it on some sandwiches. And I hate hate it as well. Especially I hate when my daughter spills it on my sofa today. Really hate it. Anyway, so this shirt, um, I didn't like the collar. Didn't okay. like the collar. Um, yeah. The colour is not a city colour. I always remember you having like a deep per- deep purple kit. For some- Maybe it's just because of this one. I don't know. But, We've had one or two, but it's like yeah. it's not city. No, it's not city. If, no. if I talk, if I think city aways, they're either so home is sky blue, not electric blue. Away yeah. is either burgundy or a strange one is the stripe. Yeah, the sash. Yeah, because olden days we we did have the stripe. Um, yeah, and we went back to it briefly at one point. But purple, I don't really. But I did have it clearly. I didn't realize I did. But for me, this is the worst of the bunch. Two point five. Okay. It's still got a beautiful badge and a lovely sponsor, and it's 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 uh represents a beautiful part of Manchester. Come my side, mate. <laughs> to try that again in the Manc accent this time. Uh, <laughs> I think that was supposed to be Steve Lomas. That <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Raheem Sterling. <laughs> Uh, James, what what's your take on this one? Yeah, I didn't even I wasn't even aware this was a city kit, I'll be honest with you. Um not feeling it. Don't like the pinstripes, it looks a bit like a pajama top, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, yeah. It's a bit like you're ready for bed. I worry as well that on the back it would have a square for your number. And I hate that on kits. I'm I'm I speculating. I don't know if it did, you know. I don't think I, I didn't have a name on the back of this one as well, by the way. I'd remember um, it if I had a name on the back. Definitely didn't have a name on the back of this one. Yeah. Maybe I, it's squad numbers back then. Still. I, I don't mind the the gold or the or the yellow and the purple. It's a, it's a good colour combination. But yeah, for me, this one, 1. 1.5. It's not it's not the best. Best thing's the label. And I mean the actual Umbro label. Umbro label. That's proper, proper 90s, that. That's what yeah. that on every single kit. No, it didn't have pinstripe. Uh, it didn't have a square on the back, James. It okay. just had uh, okay. it was yellow. Similar to the yellow on the front, it was yellow writing. Doesn't look great to be honest with you. So maybe it's better and it don't show you. For me personally, do you know what? You're gonna say you like it, aren't you? No, no, no. Do you know what? Okay. It reminds me of so- it reminds me of someone in school that had this shirt that's- that had BO. So when I look at it, I look <laughs> straight away. Honestly, like I look at it and think that smells that kit. Because I he loved it and never washed it, so wore it all the time. But even like I don't know if you can see it, just had BO. So I don't know if you can see it, but it looks like obviously you can tell it's an old, old shirt because the brother's sort of faded, jaded a little bit in it, yeah, yeah. And that—that's what it, his shirt reminds me of because it must have just been washed and washed. Maybe he didn't wash, and that's why it smelled a bit old. But I look at it and just think, yeah, that stinks that shirt. I not just because Ricky it's Holden as well. That's another one. Ricky Holden, I think, used to wear this as well. I wasn't a fan of it though. I don't like the button either. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the button. But I like it more than that. 
97. The capital. So, yeah. So I'll probably, I'm going to give it a 1.1. I'll just say it's better than that, but still not great. Okay. So your last one. You might like it's one of the best, but after saying what you've said, you're probably not going to. So this is the 97 to 99 home shirt, which doesn't look as dark as I it. Yeah. So it's the capital shirt. The shirt that you want. Uh, did you wear this in the, the playoff, or was it the actual green shirt that you wore? I think it was. Was it? We wore the green one in the playoff. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. strange because I'm sure we got relegated in Kappa and you we came done, back yeah. up in Kappa. But then I think yeah. the season we came back up, we changed, which would make sense to be fair. But we definitely wore the we wore the uh, the fluorescent one. Andy Morrison, honorary shout out as well. Like I said, with this one, I don't like the color, I don't like the badge, but I do like that it was Kappa. Yeah. Um. I do like the sleeves because I like the tight, tight sleeve thing. Yeah, yeah. Still brother. We were with brother for a long time. And I do kind of like the fact that they included the burgundy in the home. Yeah, yeah. On the sort of the V shape of the, of the neck. And, yeah. and I think maybe it's a vague bit of burgundy down the um, down by the cover little, as well. Yeah, there's a little pinched, a pinstripe of white and burgundy on the sleeve yeah. as well. Uh, and I think I had like a white Kappa tracksuit as well that I'd not not poppers not poppers it wasn't the poppers one it's a... it's hard because i was a big fan of the kappa thing because it was like we are the first team in england wearing kappa and kappas from italy and but the blue wasn't us the badge wasn't us so it's like what's my highest score do you know them <laughs> have you given a did you give a 3.9 yeah so this is a 3.5 okay okay uh, james yeah i don't not a big fan of this. I, I agree with what Daps is saying this, but it's with the burgundy, like the little nod to that there on, on the on the neck line. Yeah. Uh, do like the yeah. sleeves. Also said NCSP like, in it as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, when you mentioned about playing football, I remember some of my friends playing in this kit, uh, playing football. The brother, is the brother sort of, it's that material, isn't it, that doesn't wash well? It is. I think it's actually it's in the shirt. Material. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. I'll give this uh, 2.9. I'm not a big fan of this one. 2.9. Okay. Yeah, it reminds me of when back in '99 when City fans were giving it the big in for getting promoted to Division One, and we just won the treble like it meant something, like it was something to oh. to go along like us with. <laughs> so that's what it. That's what it takes me back to. That. So I'm not having a go. I'm just saying what it reminds me of, mate. Okay. But. Yeah, you know, you think of Paul Dickoff, don't you, straight away when you see this shirt. Dickoff, he, he played for you, didn't he, in, in the final? Yeah, he did. I, I'm still, I'm, I'm intrigued that this is what era? Because like I said, Kappa, I think probably were, when we got relegated, I think we were in Kappa. And when we yeah. came back up, we didn't come back up in Kappa, but we won promotion back to the Premier League, I think, in Kappa. No, to the first division in Kappa. Yeah, the Gillingham game yeah. was definitely Kappa, wasn't it? Yeah, I, remember I think Weaver. that might have been the last season. So maybe we had three years with them. Yeah. And I don't know, or it could have been four. So and this, I don't was know 90, this, was... this shirt was 97 to 99, so it was over two seasons. So that away shirt I've shown you was the same season as this. The Kappa away shirt was the same season as this. And then, so this this would have been worn the season you went down from Division 1 and the season you come back up to Division 1. And right. you'd have had the electric with the stripes in between. Yeah. yeah. Well, as yeah, as the as same season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it reminds me of, sort of, yeah, very, you know, our treble season kind of thing and do you know what? I actually made a bet in school, and I don't know why, that if City came up that season, I would have dyed my hair blue. I didn't dye my hair blue. I was not. I was absolutely not going to do that at all. I'm trying to think the season you did the treble. Yeah, we won three. So that was not, what was that, 90? 99. 
It wasn't the domestic treble either. It wasn't the. No, I know it wasn't the domestic no, treble, young man. You don't have to tell me that. So was that was that the season when you won the Champions League in the dying minutes? Yeah, yeah. Dying minute, yeah. I, I, you know, I, 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 I remember I watched that with probably about. I was back down here by then. I watched that with probably about fifteen of my mates, and not like we weren't. Only a few of them were, were United. Most of them were. Couple of Liverpool, only one city, obviously. A couple of Arsenal, a couple of Tottenham. We all celebrated. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, honestly, it's a bit strange, but it was like until recently, I really in Europe used to root for England to English teams, but we we never used to play in England in Europe. So yeah, it's a strange one that because it's something I just can't do. Like no, I can that's because you've been in there for a long time and your rivalry yeah. is Liverpool who have got more than you well, no. well it's not even that I mean if, even if we had if we had 10 I just couldn't root for another team from these shores I just can't do it it's not in, ingrained in me I, don't I think, think it's it's just different like I said it's so I, I, who is up like United were our local rivals right and I think maybe I even think slightly different at the age I was and the fact that I lived in less I lived in Sandbach I didn't live in Manchester so I think when you get a bit older and you live in Manchester, the City rival- City United rivalry was bigger. Yeah, of course. If you're a younger kid living in Cheshire, it's not as big. And I was a fan of football back then, to be honest with you, as well. So I think we had some good kits there. I think that was all right. Kit Simons on Talking Kit. So we are going to get into the favourite part of the show, the bit that everyone wants, wants to be involved in. This is going to be... Desert Island Kits here on Talking Kits. Welcome back to Talking Kit. You're with James and we've got Daps from Never a Foul. Talking Man City on this episode. Our very first, you know, specialist episode. Um, and, you know, who better than Daps talks well on football, knows his stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a great episode. So we're going to finish off with some Desert Island Kits. This is where we send our guests off to a desert island and we want them to give us a home shirt, uh, an away shirt and a third or wild car shirt that they're going to take on a desert island with them. And at the end, we ask them to tell us which one they would keep out of the three. So you know, the funny thing is, tomorrow morning, I actually fly out to the Maldives as well. Oh, there you go. So, sorry for and I'm not taking any of these. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you would if you had them, though. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> let's get into it straight away. Then, so this is your home shirt. This is, if I'm right by my notes, this is the Manchester City '91 to '92 home shirt. Why have you chosen this one, then, Daps? Because this is the first football shirt that I remember. Okay. Um, Keith Curl, um, yeah. and who I, I was a big, big. I don't know why, because my first, my first memory of football was 1990. Gaza crying. I can't really remember anything before that. This was just after then, but I like the fact that I like the pattern in the background. I like the simplicity of the badge. The collar is one of the small badges, small collars again, like the Euro 96 one. But I really, really like those two black lines on the sleeve. It was just something a little bit different because like the burgundy top that we spoke about er earlier, I think was probably 1990 to 91. This was the follow on the year after. And ultimately, if you take the stripes off, it's the same but blue as yeah, the burgundy one. But then you put the stripes on that little detail was like, just stood out to me. I always remember Keith Curl wearing this top. Yeah. So, yeah, like you say, it's got the sort of those uh, lines. And it looks like the pattern in the shirt is those lines again. It's the lines, yeah. 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 
Also, works quite well. The buttons and the collar are very similar to England's 1990 top. I was going to say that, yeah. So people listening to the audio podcast, if if you're trying to picture this shirt, it's very much like the England third shirt from the 90 World Cup, yeah. uh, sort of the World in Motion video one. It's a it's a nice it's a nice kit, very Man City, very Man City brother Umbro. Uh, definitely stands out. Obviously, I didn't put this one in Kit Simons because I know obviously knew you picked it. Uh, but it would have been in there. I definitely would have had that one in there, without a doubt. I like Do you the, know the other uh, thing like that's quite interesting looking at this? Go on. Go on. It's, it's sky blue, yeah. but the stri- the kind of the... is actually electric blue. Mm. Uh, yeah, okay. I just, Do you know, this... so, so it's, you can actually see where they got the electric blue from on this, on this top because the detail is actually electric blue. Exactly, blue, yeah. No, that's, yeah. And also the blue that's on the Kappa kit as well, actually. That's what I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it looks like... There is a theme there running through, but I'd be, I'd be surprised if this is this is the reason why they used it on nah, that. No, not a chance. <laughs> yeah, James, uh, what are you thinking yeah, of this choice? I, say, I like I like the retro Umbo sign. Like if if it was obviously we're talking about a modern day desert island, that retro Umbo Umbro stands out, and that again that badge without the without anything around it, without a shield around it, yeah. really nice. Um, again, be curious to see why they decided to put that on the on the sleeves there, but it does it does work. I like the collar on that one. It's quite a nice, quite a nice choice, and it's not, it's not one you see City fans wearing. To be honest, it's a retro kit, not that I'm aware of. Um, no, I want to try and find it. To be honest, I've seen it's, it, it's, yeah. it's a nice kit, yeah, definitely nice. Okay, so that was your home shirt. Moving on to your away shirt, that's you've chosen this one, and this is the Manchester City '94 to '96 away shirt. Again, it's just obviously we've seen it earlier on. So it makes sense that you would have uh, chosen this one because he was wearing it. Probably the same size as this as well. So yeah, why have you chosen this one? I think this this shirt is probably this shirt probably signifies as a child when I was most connected to the club and football, not just the club. To be honest, like like I said earlier, it, football was my absolute life. Like even when we when we went on holiday, I would be at so the picture in where I'm stood watching the TV with my dad. That was actually yeah. in a leisure centre in Portugal that I got membership to for the week while we were on holiday. So I could basically play football every single day on there. It was just football was everything to me. Yeah, it just because just of that, I was so connected. I was at Main Road every other week and just it, it's the era that I remember the most. That's cool. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the kit itself, if, you, if you're listening to like again, the audio podcast, it's black and red stripes. And there's two sort of grey blocks on, on sort of either shoulder and the brother is in its own sort of like block of um black. Yeah. What's the can I ask what the white is? Is that like netting? What is that? No, it was it was it was normal material, but it was made to look yeah. like netting. Um yeah, right, me, me and Aaron have had a conversation about this before, right? And you know how Umbro used to be really, really good at kind of creating one kit design and then using it for multiple clubs. Yeah. And Chel- Chelsea had a kind of grey one with yeah, orange. Right. Okay. It was yeah. Pretty much the same. They, if you imagine, if you had Photoshop open and you could just change the colours in a couple of places, that yeah, Chelsea had one the same. But that was when Chelsea were a lot better than us. Only just, <laughs> only just. Well, no, that um, was when they started buying play. They started getting the Italians play. over and stuff. Mark, I think. Hugh, I think yeah. Mark Hughes was there then. As yeah, well, I think. Dennis That's Wise. Fine. Yeah. One thing about this kit that it, the collar reminds me of the Manchester United shirt from the same time. One hundred percent. What with Old Trafford in the background, the King Canton that one. Uh, and uh, Kan Kanchelskis. Kanchelskis, yeah, in his first season there, Paulins. Yeah. 
just that colour just reminds me yeah, of it. But yeah, I, I remember. I remember. It reminds me of this ginger lad from school. This kid, this ginger lad used to wear it all. The what time. curly was? Don't tell you a story about curly Watts. You can. So out in Manchester one time, I was around nineteen, about eighteen, nineteen. Out in Manchester, there was a bar called Mutt's Nuts. Right, I used to do Friday night. I used to do pound, like what they called um. Cheeky Vimptoes and all that and rum and everything. Used to go there, get absolutely smashed. Walking from that venue to another club, um, past uh, the Midland Hotel, we see um, Curly Watts walking. Like, curly, Curly, Curly. And everyone is like, all right, lads, how you doing? How you doing, lads? I was around going, yeah, you blue cunt. And I walked <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Do you know what? It's a term of Manchester. So. As Manchester guys, right, so... When my mum first got with my stepdad, and we used to come up there. Um, in fact, Aaron, what were your first deck? My first what? Record deck, deck vinyl. Do you know what? I'm not actually a DJ DJ, so I've never actually had oh, owned okay. any. Oh, okay. So, sorry. No, so, so my, dad, um, my dad worked for a company, well, was the sales director for a company called uh, Soundlab. Oh, well, right, they're yeah. called Altai, but Soundlab was their decks, and they were out of Salford. I remember oh, right. when I was like about five up there, and we... We'd come up to meet him after work and we would just literally kind of got a taxi to their the estate on the edge of Salford and um, just around the corner from Granada Studios, it was. As we pulled up in the taxi, broad daylight on a Saturday, another car pulls in, five guys jump out all in balaclavas, look at us, set fire to the car in front of us while looking at us, jump in another car, drive off. I'm like, oh, and my dad was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's normal. <laughs> um, but... But no, we used to stay at the Midland when we'd come up there for weekends because he still lived up there, we still lived down. And um, can you guys remember the Dutch Pancake House? Oh, mate, I love the Dutch Pancake House. I don't remember that. Yeah, I used to go there all the time. Where you could get a savoury pancake. Yeah, chicken chicken curry on pancakes. Honestly, amazing. Wow. It was on the the corner right opposite the Midland. Like directly, you had the casino on the edge of the corner, then... Directly opposite, you had you had the Dutch pancake house. You know what? Yeah. If you Google it, you'll find stuff on it because it was quite we'll, legendary back then. Yeah, we'll we'll put a picture up of it on our socials at Talking yeah. Kit. Uh, we'll definitely show it. I used to go all the time. Uh, it's it's a shame. I think it's like offices now. Not to all yeah. down. It's like yeah. offices. There's so many things I can remember from Manchester. The other thing was I went to see Honey Shrunk I, when I still lived in the <laughs> south. I went to see Honey I Shrunk the Kids at the uh, Odeon just along from the Dutch pancake house as well. Oh yeah. Random <laughs> facts. Some great stuff from uh, from the old days in Manchester. There, James. What do you think about this kit, though? Overall, yeah. It's, you know, it's a nice kit. Is this the away kit? Did you say? Yeah, away. Um, away kit. Yeah. I agree with you about the color, and it's the red, red, white, and black, isn't it? So it's very sort of yeah. it looks Manchester United like. I like that. Yeah. You know, thinking of Umbro because we went to an Umbro um, sort of what would you call it, Aaron? When we went to that exhibition. Yeah, and I didn't realise that Umbro was like a Manchester-based was it company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What like Joe Blogs? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like who, whoever it was, they when they came up with the design and stuff. Like Umbro is a Manchester-based uh, company. I, didn't know that. I, I, I do like that, like a, a local team with a local manufacturer and stuff. So that's always top points. Brother there as well. Yeah, I don't. I'm not too sure about the the the, the strips on there. The net is weird, isn't it? Yeah, over in the netting on there, that netting effect. It's a really nice kit. And it's traditional. Yeah. The red and black stripes is a bit of a traditional city thing as well. I think it's my favourite sort of city away shirt, if you had to pick one. Definitely the red and black stripes, I'd, I'd say, is 
the one I like to see you in most. I think. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's good. Proper I'll send night. you some pictures. Yeah, wants to okay. see you in it. Don't see you in it. That. <laughs> it's just yeah. I'm surprised you didn't mention the sort of um, shield around the badge. Again, that, doesn't but... look te- doesn't look terrible in black, and it, it no. needs it, I think, on a kit like that. But yeah, yeah, it's the netting that takes away from it on that one. Yeah. All right then. That so moving into your last shirt, and this is your third shirt. Oh no, sorry, it's not the Tango Ice Black. <laughs> no, it is the Man City um, 1920 third shirt. Puma, so it's obviously the yellow, the yellow going into the orange. Yeah, what's what's the thinking behind this one? So you said Desert Island. Okay. <laughs> when you said oh, Desert okay. Island, I thought of this straight away, right? Um, <laughs> and with this, I've got a pair of the strange thing is I wore right. So City, I don't know if we, I think we wore this maybe in maybe in the Champions League once. This was our third kit, but I liked it, but. I don't think I've ever worn it outside of the house. I, I, I had a pair of Adidas shorts that are the same colour as the top. And literally, that is all I would wear. It would get washed in between. Um, when I got home from work or whatever, when just lounging around in the house. But it's just, I really like the, I like, I like the, the way it blended into the other thing. I, I like bright, loud things. So this was just, and when I spoke earlier about collars, yeah, this is the perfect shape of collars for me. I like perfectly round, round with the with yeah. the with the thing round it now i really like this it's bright it's positive bit almost feels like a bit of vitamin vitamin d in my face so okay I'm and sure, the badge sure. is actually just you know what we always do it's it now though, don't we our badge is very prominent and yeah, old school definitely james nice yeah um i like the i like the black collar if we're gonna have it's so, it's so bright and then you've got the black collar with it i don't know whether you know with the badge i know it sounds weird if the badge was black as well that might have added to it a little bit you know, like dortmund do on their kits and stuff like that yeah sometimes. that's interesting rather than having the traditional colors i get obviously they've kept just the traditional badge but like if that was black as well that might have added to it do you know what 100 percent like so it matched the puma yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, and it matches the collar Black as well, and, and the sponsor. I'm not mad at it. It's not, it's not the best kit I've ever seen. It's not terrible. It's a third kit. It's going to have to be different colours, isn't it, to be a little bit more different and stand out ish. Yeah, you're not it's, mad at it, but you're you know, not mad you know what it is. It. You know what it is. It's quite a modern yeah. kit, and I know you you prefer the modern kit stats, and that's fine. But I'm like, where's the retro? I want the retro in there, and I just, I just don't see it. But no, it's it's, it's quite it's quite a good kit. I can imagine, like you say, people on holiday are, are, are wearing this kit. Yeah, yeah, and they're, for sure they're they're out and about in in, in this with their uh, flip flops and socks. If they're city fans, and um, yeah, wearing this as well. But it's yeah. not. It's it's okay. It's okay. I'd give it like a five out of ten if I needed to mark it down. But yeah, yeah. For me, I'm totally different to you two. Like, guys, <laughs> flip flops out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love the fact that they've, they've stuck to the original colours on the badge. I hate the fact that kits now. I just blend like the same color as the sponsor or or the manufacturer. Like you know, United have three kits. Only one of them has got the proper badge on it, uh, which really annoys me. Which is always the home shirt. Uh, I'd like to see all three kits have it. It's very nineties that, and very sort of when football shirts weren't such fashion accessories. So I like the fact the badge is like that. I do like the black color as well. But yeah, it it really does just remind me of um, Tango Ice Blast. I'm not gonna lie. So, yeah. You know what? <laughs> I like that. The, the, there's only one player. This, if you put this kit up and said, "Who does this remind you of?" There's only one player it reminds me of, and that's Raheem Sterling. Yeah, I was thinking that. Sterling. Yeah, yeah, I Sterling, probably would have yeah, got that 100%. one right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I would have got that one right. About time. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, no, the shot, the shot's quite nice in it as well. So they might obviously go down, grade and into the uh, into the, the top. So if you had to pick one, home away or third daps, which one are you going for? If you had to pick one of them to keep on your desert island. Away. Although I want the home. I want to find the home. Yeah, but you would pick that one. I, that's I one I got. I, don't, yeah. I thought you would pick the away, to be fair. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. So that was your desert island kits. Some good choices. I have to say, so even for a City fan, not too bad. But no, well done. You've done, you've, you've done well there, Daps. You've done well. Cheers, mate. Thank Cheers. you. You're uh, You are listening, of course, I'm watching Talking Kids. So, unfortunately, that is the end of this episode. Episode six of the Talking Kit podcast. And we want to say a big thanks to Daps for joining us. It's been, it's been a pleasure, mate. It's been a long time coming. We've done a lot of yeah. stuff on your channel. About time, you know, you've done a couple of strip downs actually, which um, I've not been able to be a part of. And you, you know, you it's hard to keep you quiet. James was quite, quite, quite a <laughs> now. We love but, it. Oh, imagine how my teachers felt. Uh, I yeah. can only imagine, I can only imagine, but you know, that's what you want. You know, people coming on and don't say nothing. Yeah, honestly, it's been good, even you know, it's been good talking. Man City with you, I've been able to reminisce about the 90s and sort of when we were better than you, <laughs> so we could lord it over you. But um, no, uh, I hope you've enjoyed it, mate. And uh, I have, I have, I've been looking forward to it. I love the shows. Um, I love shows that are more than just talking about football. Yeah. Um, well, that's what we're so about. yeah, no, and and this is my last podcast for two weeks, so I'm well, looking forward to it. Enjoy. It. I'm glad you've enjoyed it then. But no, we'll we'll see more of you. Obviously, I, I imagine you're going to be in the strip down uh, a lot more. Um, I hope so. Yeah. Um, we'll speak to you soon. Enjoy your holiday. I hope. You, I, I hope it's good. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll no doubt speak to you soon. James, I'll no doubt talk to you very soon as well. On the strip down, we've got another strip down coming up soon. And obviously, like I say, we've got loads of guests coming up on the podcast. and uh, Some specialised episodes as well as some sort of more generic featured around kits. Um, so yeah, get involved in the show, like we, like we say. Uh, at Talking Kit and everything. Subscribe to the channel, like the videos, get involved. Let us know your Desert Island kits. We may feature them one day, you never know. Uh, but that is it for this uh, this week's episode. James, got anything to say? No, just follow the channels, follow everything. Follow me on Instagram, Counterfeit Crookie. Get all my okay. upcoming ga- uh, gigs, etc., on there. And why not uh, give Lafayette a follow as well, uh, which is a night I help run in Deansgate, Manchester for comedy. Definitely do that. Don't forget also to check out Never a Foul. And yeah, we will be back very, very soon. Make sure that you are definitely keep it talking kit. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.